He says, Inni, indeed I. Amantu bi rabbikum. Amantu, I have believed bi rabbikum in your Lord. Finally, he says it. Allah is your Lord. Fasma'uni, so listen to me. Listen to me, meaning you should also believe. Or listen to me, meaning hear my shahada, my testimony. Be a witness that I have believed. إِنِّي آمَنْتُ بِرَبِّكُمْ فَاسْمَعُونِي In Surah Fusilat, Ayah 33, Allah says, وَمَنْ أَحْسَنُ قَوْلًا مِمَّنْ دَعَى إِلَى اللَّهِ وَعَمِلَ صَالِحًا وَقَالَ إِنَّنِي مِنَ الْمُسْلِمِينَ Whose word is better? Whose speech is better? Meaning no one's speech could be better than the one who calls to Allah. Calling to Allah is the best statement that a person could ever utter. And he also does righteous work. And he says, Indeed, I am of those who surrender to Allah. So over here he says, Inni amantu bi rabbikum fasma'uni. What happened? The people forgot about the mursaloon and they turned their attention towards this believer, this man who's doing da'wah to them. And what did they do? They killed him. It's not mentioned over here, but they killed him. It's implied by the verses. Because qila, it was said. It was said to that man, udukhulil jannah, enter jannah. How can a person enter jannah if he hasn't died? If he hasn't left this world? It was said, enter Jannah. Why? Why was it said to him? Because the people killed him. And what did the man say? After he was killed, Qala, he said, Ya Laita, oh I wish that Kaumi, my people, Ya'lamun, they would know. I wish my people could know. They could know what? Bima ghafarali rabbi. If only they could know of bima of that which ghafarali he forgave me rabbi my lord if they could only know with what mercy allah forgave me waj'alani and he made me he placed me min al-mukramin of those who are honored meaning among those who are honored mukramin is a plural of mukram mukram is one who has been treated with a lot of karam He's been treated with a lot of respect and honor. How? He's been received very honorably. He's been gifted very honorably. He has been showered with blessings. So, وَجَعَلَنِي مِنَ الْمُكْرَمِينَ What do we see over here? The man is so polite in the way that he does da'wah, in the way that he defends the prophets, in the way that he explains his belief. And he does it so briefly, so eloquently, in such a sensitive way so as to not hurt the feelings of the people that he was addressing. He's so wise in the way that he addresses them. Yet, did the people accept? No. Even though he was one of them, still they didn't accept. And instead, they actually killed him. And when they killed him, and Allah rewarded him, what did the man want? Somehow, the people could see the fate, the end of this man. That how Allah forgave him and gave him so much honor. What does it tell us about this man? Did he really want guidance for the people? Yes. Ibn Abbas radiallahu anhu, he said, he was sincere towards his people during his lifetime and also after he died. 
Meaning while he was alive, he was sincere to the people. Ya And the way that he addressed him, he's so sincere. And then even after he died, they killed him. Still, he's sincere. He wants the best for his people. What does this teach us? Dawa can never be with hate. We can never call people to Allah. We can never call people to the truth. We can never call people to, you know, good through hate, through anger, through rage. It's with love and with sincerity, with well-wishing. If you think about it, has it ever happened with you that you were at the mall, some random person came and they just started talking to you and made you feel so good and they made you buy something that you didn't even need? Has it ever happened with you? Or they at least convinced you that you really need it. Right? And you're willing to spend all that money even though you don't need it. It's the first time ever you're meeting that person but they treated you so well that the whole experience it made you love the product. Right? Because you were treated so well. Forget about the product. It's the way they treated you that you wanted the product. Correct? This is how Adari is supposed to be. Yes. I said, okay. She said, you have your data on the phone? I said, yes. So I tried him. I said, let me just text message him. But after that, the form will be coming. They ask me for my name and say, so now I said, no, I don't want it. But I don't want to feel the cashiers uh, feel bad or uh, unhappy. So I said, let me do it just because of her. I mean, 5% is nothing for me, but the way like she's helped, she said, I said, oh, after now I'm going to get an email, all this stuff. Yeah. But she said, no, you can do it. But she just like uh, make, uh, I, I put the smile on her face, just like 5%. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, sometimes the way they talk to you, you feel bad even saying no. Isn't it? So you'll say yes, or you'll say, I'll think about it. Why? Because you don't want to hurt their feelings. They treated you so well, that it's as if if you were to say no, it would be rude to say no. You have all the right to say no. Right? But you don't say no, because it sounds so rude. Correct? So, look at the nusr of this da'i. He doesn't have any anger, he doesn't have any hate for the people, even though they killed him. He still wants them to know. What do we see over here? Firstly, the fact that they killed him. Immediately, what happened? Qila dkhulil jannah. It was said, you enter jannah. Immediately, the man was admitted into paradise. Because basically, this man was a martyr. Right? And a martyr is granted forgiveness of his sins from the first drop of blood that is shed. And the souls of the martyrs are in the form of beautiful birds. Where? In jannah until the day of judgment as we learned about it earlier in the Qur'an. And then we see over here, he says, if only my people could know of the forgiveness that Allah showed me and the honor that He gave me. Earlier in the surah we learned that the person who follows the guidance, فَبَشِّرْهُ بِمَغْفِرَةٍ وَأَجْرٍ كَرِيمٍ And this entire incident is basically an illustration of that ayah. إِنَّمَا تُنْذِرُ مَنِ اتَّبَعَ الذِّكْرِ Warning can only benefit the one who follows the guidance. Meaning, and following the reminder, first of all means that at least you listen to it. This whole nation, it's as if they ignored the message of the prophets and they directed all their energy on denying the prophets, opposing the prophets. This man, he bothered to listen. 
at least he paid attention. And when he listened, he followed the dhikr. The warning benefited him. وَخَشِيَ الرَّحْمَانَ بِالْغَيْبِ He feared Allah even though he had never seen Allah. So for such a person, Allah says, فَبَشِّرْهُ بِمَغْفِرَةٍ وَأَجْرٍ كَرِيمٍ Give him the good news of forgiveness and a noble reward. Was that given to this person? Yes. بِمَا غَفَرَ لِي رَبِّي This is maghfira And أَجْرٍ كَرِيمٍ وَجَعَلَنِي مِنَ الْمُكْرَمِينَ What's the lesson in the story? Before we continue. Share one thing you learned from the person sitting next to you. Alright. So what lesson do we learn? Quickly, quickly. I was thinking about how the positive impact of what you do is you don't necessarily end up seeing it. So the prophets all like, they kept preaching to the people and preaching to the people. And if this incident never happened, they would have never known that a man had actually believed. So even though you preaching at the end, the results are up to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And how like the positive impact of your actions, you never know how it affects other people. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, this man was where? Min Aqsal Madina. So far away. Right? And three prophets are preaching and one person believes. And then this one person does so much da'wah. Right? Go ahead. It kept on drawing my attention to the iMessages. They talk about iMessages in the communication for marriage counseling at work placement. But when you confront or talk to somebody, instead of saying, you are wrong in doing this, or you say, I feel that way. And then people don't become like oppositional right away. Give them time to think that this is your feeling and you're not pointing fingers. And that has been, mashallah, it's so much ingrained in this whole situation that he is not like opposed, uh, directing his finger towards people, but he's telling them how he feels. Yes, that when we attack other people by saying, you are like this, you did this, you are at fault because you are doing this, then people become defensive. And once they become defensive, they're not really taking in what you're saying. Their whole focus is on defending themselves, prove themselves as innocent, alright, and prove themselves as right. But when you present yourself that I'm feeling like this, right, or I think if I were to do this, then such and such would happen. When you make yourself the object, then the other person doesn't become defensive. They can actually think about the situation. This is one of the best ways of communication. Bismillah, alaikum. Yesterday, before yesterday, a sister, she was telling me, uh, she know a sister, this sister, her kids, they drink alcohol, and they're alcoholic, they don't listen to her, this and that. And she's very religious. And she make dua. And once she's coming from work and she found this, another sister, she's a Muslim, she's drunk and she's in the ground. She carry her, she give her shower, like, she give her breakfast in the, in the morning, she give her money and she said to her, you can go to your home. She was so sincere to her. But she didn't tell her like what you did is wrong and just she give her nasiha and that's it. And then this sister, she went to home and she start making dua for her. And this sister, because of that sister, she start, you know, become closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and she started making dua for her after two months her kids all they came back to her and now they are practicing alhamdulillah you know it's very easy to address someone harshly it's very easy to point out their faults it's very easy to show anger to show frustration but it doesn't get us anywhere 
What is effective is love, compassion, mercy, sabr, patience. This is what works. This is what we see in the example of the prophets. And this is what we see in the example of this man also. This is shows how hard it is to convey to the people because you don't know what kind of people you're dealing with. They may, you may get harmed mentally or physically. And this example shows that so like hard people to, to convey to something. And it shows Allah gave them so much chances that yes. they could at least consider to listen. And they did not even get that chance. And that is very best. Yes. So many chances were given to them. Two prophets were sent, a third was sent, and then a local person came doing da'wah to them. I was having a similar conversation with my mom of the way that certain people convey things. There was two individuals who had expressed their opinion about something to me, and one of them, I disagreed with both of them, but I was telling my mom that With one of them, I disagreed with them and I felt very hurt by what they were saying. And the other one, I had also disagreed with them, but I felt like when they were telling me, it came from their heart. Whereas this one, it was just like, I know what's right, I'm better than you, therefore I'm going to tell you. And sometimes we think that if people are telling us something that we disagree with, like we're upset because of that. It's not really, it's not about... I hate this person because I don't agree with what they're saying. But you can dislike a person because of the way that they're presenting something to you. And then someone else can present something to you in the same way. And you like it and then you might incline towards it. Or you might still not incline toward it, but you'll at least feel they're sincere to you. Yes, very true. I mean, you see any product, why is the packaging necessary? Because packaging makes a lot of difference, doesn't it? The more fancy and nice the packaging is, the more... you can raise the price of that product. And where there's no nice packaging, it's just given to you roughly, then you don't feel that you have been treated well. Assalamualaikum. The last part of verse 27, I was thinking that this man, he could have concealed his faith in front of his people. And that would have, he could have maintained the honor he had in the eyes of his nation. But... He didn't do that. He declared his faith because he was so well-wishing. And we often forget that all honor, all izzah is in the hands of Allah. He's the only one who can give us honor. And if we try to get it from people, we're never going to achieve that. Very true. Very true. Because in declaring his faith, he basically lost his honor before his people. So much so that they didn't even have respect for his life anymore, even though he was one of them. But what happened? He lost that honor for the sake of Allah and Allah gave him real honor. Assalamu alaikum. I just wanted to share something. I was listening to Tafsir by Nomani Khan and he was talking about the previous phase, Mu'mali Allah. And he was saying how beautiful is that because that statement is usually said as a response to a question of what is it to you? What is it that you're doing? And he was saying that part, that question is not included in the previous ayah. And he was saying how beautiful is that? That the Quran is not like a regular novel where it's like this and then it happens and then this happens. But even within that one phrase, you can pull out so many other previous messages. Um, messages that was there and it was one of the beautiful things about that ayah ok let's continue so it was said قِيلَ دْخُلِ الْجَنَّةِ قَالَ يَا لَيْتَ قَوْمِ يَعْلَمُونَ it was said enter paradise and he said I wish my people could know why so that they too would believe 
if they would know of bima ghafara li rabbi waj'alani min al-mukramin if they could know of all the honor that Allah has given me all the blessings he has given me then they would also know so he wanted them to know in order that they would believe now apparently this was a terrible end but in reality it was an excellent beginning because he was admitted straight into paradise and this is something that we have to remember anything we lose in the way of allah it's not the end it's a beginning because even in this world when a person loses something allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives him something better in its place especially when that is lost in the way of allah look at what happened with the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam in makka did he apparently lose the honor and the respect that he had amongst his people yes he did in makka what happened to musab ibn umayr radhiyallahu anhu what happened to you know so many of the companions of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam whatever worldly prestige and blessings they had apparently they lost them but it was not an end it was a new beginning and beginnings are always harder that start up is always difficult it's the beginning that means there's more to come did allah subhanahu wa ta'ala not give them a better home a better place to live the city of medina better people a better nation yes bima ghafara li rabbi wa ja'alani min al-mukramin certainly allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives honor to those who believe in him allah says wama and not anzalna we sent down ala qawmihi on his people min ba'dihi after him meaning after they killed that believer then allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not have to send down on them min jundin any soldiers any army minasama from the sky there was no need to send a heavenly force meaning the angels in order to punish these people wama kunna munzilin wama and not kunna we were munzilin once to send down meaning we would not have done so anyway why because there was no such need in other words when they killed that man then those people were punished and how were they punished it was not difficult for allah to punish them why because in not kanat it was illa except sayhatan wahidatan a single shout a single blast one sound and that sound was enough to faida so immediately hum de khamidun ones who were extinguished khamidun is a plural of khamid khamid from khumud khumud khamim dal khumud is basically extinguished ashes so think about wood that is burning and once the flames have died the embers give out what is left just coal and that coal once it cools down what's going to happen to it it'll just crumble right it's just ashes so fa idahum khamidun this was their state like a violent fire they denied their prophets with rage with fury with violence and what happened one blast was enough to put them out one blast was sufficient to blow the life out of them just one shout killed them all in kanat illa sayhatan wahidatan fa idahum khamidun or this ayah can also be understood as the day of judgment meaning all such deniers will be finished with one shout one blast and what is that one blast the blowing of the trumpet allah says ya hasratan ala al ibad ya o hasratan regret 
Ya hasratan meaning how regretful. Ah, the anguish meaning how sad. How very sad. And the word hasra is from the root letters hasin ra. What does hasra mean? Regret. It's basically from the word hasid. And hasid is to become tired. Alright? To become tired. And hasra is that when a person has been in so much grief for so long that it's as though the heart is tired of grieving. You understand? So much grief that you're tired of grieving. You're sick of grieving. Ya hasratan ala al-ibad. Such unending grief. For who? For the servants. Now who is the one who is feeling this grief? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not need to regret or feel sad. Because He doesn't suffer from the disbelief of His servants. What is meant over here is that the state of the servants is very pitiful. It's so pitiful that it would even grieve the angels. It would even grieve the sky. It would even sadden the sun and the moon and the oceans and the mountains. And of course these people would themselves be in regret. Ya hasratan ala al-ibad. Oh, what a pity for the servants. What a pitiful state they're in. What is that? That ma yatihim, ma not yatihim. He comes to them. Mir rasulin any messenger, illa except kanu. They have been bihi of him, meaning of the messenger. They have been yastahziun. They have been mocking. They have been making fun of. They have been ridiculing that messenger who was sent to them. And as a result, what happened? Because of their mockery, because of their denial, ultimately those people were punished. Or they lived with that denial, they died with that denial. So at the end of the day, Ya hasra, how sad. If only they would pay attention to the message of the messengers. And if only they would pay attention to themselves and wake up from that state of heedlessness. If only they would believe. But they don't. How sad. This is as if You know, a person who is really destroying themselves, harming themselves by their wrong actions. And they don't realize what they're doing. And others feel sorry for them. Others are crying for them, grieving for them. But they don't feel sorry for themselves. But eventually they will, when they will lose everything. So, يَا حَسْرَةً عَلَى الْعِبَادِ مَا يَأْتِيهِم مِّن رَسُولٍ إِلَّا كَانُوا بِهِ يَسْتَهْزِئُونَ Alam yaraw, have they not seen? Kam ahlakna, how many we have destroyed? Qablahum before them, min al qurun of the generations. Plural of the word qarn. Meaning, on what basis are the people of Makkah denying Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam? Have they not seen the example of the past nations? These people, they say to you, lasta mursala. Have they not seen what happened to the past nations who said the exact same words to their prophets? And what happened to them? Ahlakna, we destroyed them. And now that they're gone, أَنَّهُمْ إِلَيْهِمْ Do they not see that أَنَّهُمْ إِلَيْهِمْ That these people, meaning the past people, they're not going to, لَا يَرْجِعُونَ They're not going to return. That once they have died, they're not coming back to this world. Once we leave this world, we're not coming back. And this is a fact. That the person who dies is not returning to this world. There is no second chances. So will they not learn from this? The people who died 50 years ago, 100 years ago, 1000 years ago, can they come back to the world and make amends? And live a better life? Can they? No. 
and whatever glory and fame they had, it's gone. It finished with them. Their time of glory is gone. So it's as if the people of Mecca are being asked that how long do you think your glory will last? People come to this world and they leave. And once they leave, they do not return. So aren't you going to do something while you are alive? وَإِن And indeed, كُلٌّ all لَمَّا Yet, جَمِيعٌ Altogether, لَدَيْنَا Near us, مُحْضَرُونَ Wants to be presented. Meaning, surely, indeed, all of them, meaning all people, will be brought present before us. The word lamma, over here, the word lamma is for, for emphasis. Alright? Or it can be understood as illa, except. Alright? So firstly, we can understand this as indeed, for emphasis. And then we translate the word in as indeed. So wa in kullu lamma. That indeed, surely, definitely, all, jami'un ladayna muhdarun, all will be presented before us. Or secondly, the word lamma can be understood as illa, and then in will be translated as not. That there is none except that they will be gathered and brought before us. So all will be gathered, brought before Allah. There is none except that they will be gathered and brought before Allah. Meaning who can escape? No one can escape. So will these people not wake up? Will they not take a lesson from history? Will they not take a lesson from people who are gone? Can they ever return to the world and and fix the mistakes they made? No, they cannot. There is no second chances. So what are they waiting for? The past nations, their days of glory came to an end. And while we are alive, we should also remember that our days of glory will also come to an end. So let's do something. Let's make the change that Allah wants us to make before our time ends. Let's listen to the recitation of these verses. قيل ادخل الجنة قال يا ليت قومي يعلمون بما غفر لي ربي وجعلني من المكرمين وما أنزلنا على قومه Yes, 
Ya hasratan ila al-ibad What a pitiful state people are in Life is so short It's only once But yet What is it that people are clinging to? This dunya This is what they're running after They make fun of the deen They leave the deen They make fun of the prophets They make fun of the scripture And then at the end When they leave this world What do they have? Neither the dunya Nor the akhirah This is the sad state of people This is the sad state of the human being That when he clings to this world And when he is arrogant towards the truth What does he have at the end? Nothing Nothing Ya hasratan ala al-ibad Subhanakallahum bihamdik Ashadu an la ilaha illa anta Astaghfiruka wa atubu ilayk